Super Wild Card Weekend. Lamar Jackson ruling himself out. What it means, what it doesn't mean. An undefeated rookie. Backups. Backup to the backups. And receipts. It is time to panic. They're at the drive here. You're screwed. All with this panel. Pablo Torre, Kevin Blackstone, David Dennis Jr., and National Media Sports Hall of Famer, Bill Blasky. Hey. Oh, hey, wow, Bill. We hey. are thank incredibly you. proud. Hey. Let's go around the horn. Thank you. How many points do you get for making the National Sports Media Hall of Fame? Listen to that. A lot. I'm getting carpal tunnel syndrome right now. Probably enough at this point. Does it feel to you the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson are on the same page? Or maybe different pages, different books, different book clubs? The most significant news of the week. Lamar Jackson gave the status update himself. He's out. In his social media post at his grade two PCL sprain, his borderline grade three, there's still inflammation, the knee is still unstable. He thanks people for support and concern, said, I wish I could be out there with my guys more than anything, but I can't give 100% of myself to my guys and fans. This was decidedly more information than the team gave this week and has given for many weeks. John Harbaugh today on Lamar's post, no, I didn't know anything about that and didn't pay much attention to it. Add this to the already very much uh, highly publicized contract uncertainty hanging over both. And all of this feels slightly uncomfortable. David, whether you're more concerned for Lamar and the Ravens Sunday or Lamar and the Ravens down the road, what is this? I, I try not to be concerned with the inevitable, so I'm not too concerned with them getting smacked this weekend because that is inevitably going to happen. I'm extremely concerned about this marriage between Lamar Jackson and the Ravens going forward. At the beginning of the season, everybody was talking about how big a mistake it was that Lamar Jackson did not have an agent. But the Ravens have proven that with all the personnel, they can screw this up just as badly on their own also. I have no clue what John Harbaugh was talking about. He's acting like he can't speak about when Lamar Jackson can come back. But all these weeks leading up to this press conference he just had, he's been saying Lamar Jackson's going to be here either this week or next week, this week or down the line. And he's been commenting on the injury that he now says he can't comment on. This is a mess. They're not on the same page, and it looks like we're heading towards a split. And if that is the case, the Ravens are in purgatory for a very long time. KB, is that your read on it? Oh, absolutely, yeah. This, this was a marriage. This is uh, the beginning of a divorce right now. Um, I've never quite seen anything like this, and it's been hanging over this franchise um, for the entire year. We talked about it during the offseason. We talked about the contract. We talked about the contract coming into the season. Then we talked about the disconnect between um, Lamar Jackson and maybe the team on the field with the fourth quarter collapses. And now here we are talking about this injury that the coach wouldn't talk about. He seems very disinterested in it. You would think that he would show some desire to put his arm around a quarterback who's been fantastic for them for five years after getting him at the bottom of the of the draft um, five years ago, and that's not happening. You know, in the first round, right. And, you know, if the Ravens really want Lamar Jackson, they've got a couple ways to go about this. There's a franchise tag. There's a transition tag. There are ways to settle this right now, but that's not going to happen, and it sounds like Lamar Jackson is done. Pablo Torre. Well, let's talk about the franchise tag because that comes with a 45 or so million dollar price tag, Tony, which is a lot. And the thing about the Ravens and what David 
just alluded to is the reason they're in purgatory is because they also understand. The reason why there is awkwardness like this is because they also understand how much they have built everything around him. I mean, the experiment of what's it like to live without Lamar Jackson for five weeks has been hell. Not purgatory, absolute hell. It's embarrassing how bad this team is. And so what does Lamar Jackson have to do? He's not going to play, so he's trying to establish via his tweet that I am too hurt to play, right? Which is a football instinct. I understand. It takes a lot for a guy like that to sit out, so he has to explain himself. John Harbaugh, at the same time, is clearly not happy about it, but also needs to understand, and I think he does, that he's still going to end up working with him, Tony, because it is shocking to me to even contemplate. Okay, so you don't the think they're letting their guy divorce. go? This is the second year no. in a row he's been. They need him out for the last half of the season. The team has fallen off a cliff, but the fact is, he has been out for the last half of seasons now in multiple years. I'll bring in Bill Plaschke. I don't know how they come back from this. I mean, Lamar Jackson, you have a star quarterback who separated himself from the organization, going on his own, you know, giving his so own So that's how report. you see it. You he feel clearly, like he's separating himself from the organization. Yes, yes. Others feel clearly, like the organization separating themselves from him. No, I, I feel like he's clearly telling everyone the, he doesn't trust the organization. The organization is not representing him properly. The organization doesn't believe him. He thinks the Ravens don't believe he's hurt. That's why he's doing this. That's, that's a really bad look. That. And okay. Sammy Watkins... Mm-hmm. Sammy Watkins had those quotes where he thinks that Lamar could hobble out there and play. And you wonder what the, what the locker room thinks. I just think he's on an island right now, and I don't know how you get Kevin back. Black is back in. Yeah, I agree. But the one thing the Ravens better understand, I think everybody's kind of alluded to this, is that they are a team with a quarterback that wins games for them and makes them a Super Bowl contender. And if you don't have him, what are you going to do? You're going to get into the draft. You're going to dr- you spend your first pick on a quarterback. You're going to look to make some sort of some sort of trade. There are two types of teams in this league, those with a quarterback and those looking for a quarterback. And right now they are dangerously close to looking for a quarterback. Obligatory, last word. But remember the original sin here, Tony. It's the fact that they did not want to pay Lamar Jackson what Lamar Jackson thought he was worth. And so when it comes to the incentives here, I don't think people are acting in this equation so irrationally. They're just acting in conflict, right? Lamar Jackson doing what Sammy Watkins suggested. Let's be clear about those quotes, too. Sammy Watkins said he should literally hobble out, to use Bill's word, and he should just do passing plays. Like, come on. Really? Like, that's what we want to see? A lot of fans feel that way. I mean, clearly, some people... I'm sure they do, but this is incentives in conflict now. Mm -hmm. You mentioned uh, a draft pick, potentially, for the Ravens. Uh, It won't be in the first round. They they traded the first-round pick for Roquan Smith on their defense. We'll move on. Chargers, Jaguars. Let's start previewing... Super wild the card weekend. One and two when they look just terrible. LA is keeping receipts. They have the receipts. Right they have Justin Herbert, but they won't have Mike Williams. He's out. What what is now found out to be a back fracture that happened week 18. It happened in a game that wasn't going to move the Chargers anywhere in the playoff settings. They were locked in the five. Oof. For Jacksonville, they have the streak they're on right now. Trevor Lawrence on the home field. In week three, Jacksonville smoked Los Angeles 38-10. Herbert was working through his serious rib injury and playing through in that one. Let's start with the injury bill to Mike Williams and the position the Chargers are in now, playing from behind offensively players-wise. And how much do you blame Brandon Staley for playing Williams in that game last week now? If the Chargers lose to Jacksonville, Brandon Staley could get fired, and I would not be opposed to that happening. His job is on the line here. He was dereliction of duty to play Mike Williams in that game, who's injury-prone anyway. On third down this year, 
Justin Herbert's quarterback rating is 108 with Williams out there, 61 without Williams. He makes the offense run. He keeps Herbert from forcing balls other directions. He protects Keenan Allen. This is a huge loss, and it, it did a needless, needless loss. They knew that they were playing for nothing, yet he put him in there anyway. The, I believe that the New York Giants didn't play any of their players. Dabble did the smart thing. Staley did the insensitive, insane thing. And his job is on the line. I mark my word. They lose this game, he, he could lose his job. David Dennis Jr. Yeah, the Chargers social media was printing out all those receipts yesterday. They should have been printing out a bunch of excused absences for all of their players, which they could have used. There was no reason to play these players. And I understand Staley's talking about they had a, a limited roster. They did. They only had, they had three had wide receivers, I believe. They only had three that, wide yeah. receivers. And run, let him run out routes the whole game. You don't have to throw him the ball and let him get tackled. Lose the game <laughs> 70 to 0. It does not matter. There's no reason to put your players in jeopardy, even if they're on the field. There are ways to protect them. There is no excuse for this. And I agree with Bill. Jobs should be on the line if this is the reason you Woo. end up losing the playoff game. Woo! Kevin Blackstone, are you with Bill Plaschke and David Dennis Jr. here? Well, sure. I mean, that, that's the uh, most important part of your team, right? Your laborers out on the field. Mike Williams is a superstar. He makes the game easier for Justin Herbert. He, he helps score points. So uh, with a, nothing to play for in a game, there's no reason you should play an injured player. Now you're without him. Not only that, you look back to the uh, early part of the year when Justin Herbert was hurt after the Kansas City game. They, had, they were missing two of their Pro Bowl um, offensive linemen in that game against the Jaguars, right, where they lose that game. So injuries, you know, play well, a role Well, this has been among in the most injured game. teams in football for quite some time. Right. This year as well. You can't predict them. Clearly, Staley didn't want Williams to get hurt. Pablo Torre, I'll bring you in here. Yeah, it's a question of risk, though, Tony. You don't know that Mike Williams is going to fracture his back and be out for two to three weeks, but you certainly know that you're risking it. If you play him, and look, I don't think that Brandon Staley is Elon Musk, but he does raise the same question for me, which is how can a smart person allegedly be so stupid in this circumstance? Like, it's one thing to do it and be like, wow, no one saw that coming. The internet saw it coming. And look, the thing about Mike Williams, yes, they have Keenan Allen, and yes, they both missed time, so maybe the numbers that Bill and David were alluding to are sort of muddied, but no. Isolate the numbers, the advanced numbers here, expected points added per play, EPA, the nerd set that everybody loves or should love. You're a negative player. You're Justin Herbert. You are a negative EPA per play guy if you're only throwing to Keenan Allen without Mike Williams. Okay. All right. Less likely to convert you third believe down, this more sacks, the game more interceptions. Are you picking Jacksonville in this game now? I am. I am picking Jacksonville Kevin in this game. No, I'm going to go with the Chargers. David Dennis Jr.? I'm going Jacksonville, yeah. Lashky, you have a pick and an X-Factor? I had San Diego yesterday. Well, I have Jacksonville I hope you today. have Los Angeles. X-Factor is Brandon Staley. That's a problem I've right there. Everything. Oh, boy. I've changed After everything. After you had the 50-point bonus, you got 49 as we end this segment. All right. I am so All furious right. at Brandon Staley Taking right a break now. right here. More preview extravaganza in Fire Zone. That felt like a 45-point mistake again. <laughs> Make a Hall of Fame, no, get a 50-point bonus. That's the rule. That's right. When he started his Hall of Fame career, it was a very different team. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. 
With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. Bonkers game in Los Angeles last night. Lakers coming back in the fourth and holding Luka Doncic scoreless for 11 minutes and 54 seconds of the fourth quarter. But it's those final 10 seconds that gets you in trouble. Luka, three to four, it's overtime. Lakers wanted a foul call at the end of regulation. No call. Kristen Wood blocking LeBron at the end of the first overtime. Mavericks winning in two overtimes. The Plaschke takeaway. First, that was a good no call. That was not. That was a high five. That okay. wasn't a foul. Good. Good. But my takeaway is all this talk about the Lakers needing to make a trade to get into the playoffs. No, no trade. Don't trade your first round draft picks. Don't trade anything. This is not a season worth saving. You can see where LeBron misses last seven shots. Mm. He can't carry a mm. team late in a game like this down the stretch anymore. He has no help. The rookie head coach Darvin Ham should have double teamed. Doncic all right, this is a, this is a turn of opinion Didn't for you, Bill Plaschke. It is. Unsalvageable it is. I'm, I'm season. To say, okay. They need a rebuild this summer. David Dennis Jr. Yeah, pardon me if I focus on the team that's actually going to be relevant <laughs> in the playoffs. Hey. The Mavs here are the story, and they are my. Con- I'm actually a little concerned because the Lakers double teamed and got the ball out of Luka's hands, and he didn't score for the last 20 minutes until of regulation until that three-point yeah. shot, and they only scored 16 points in the fourth quarter. Teams are going to do this all playoffs, and they lock in on Luka and double-team him, and the Mavs have to figure out how to Kevin score Black when that happens. Away from last night. But this is the great thing, right? This is the great thing because now they can win maybe with Luka just doing facilitate, not having to score. He's averaging 40-11-9 over his last 10 games. But last night, he got help from Christian Wood. Last night, he got help from Spencer Dinwiddie. That's what they need going forward if they are going to be a real contender for a title. Pablo. But I'm as worried as David is because when Luka is not scoring, as we saw, the Mavericks are the Lakers. They played him to overtime. I mean, that is horrifying. That is a top five team looking like a bottom five team. And if you're LeBron James, Bill, I mean, look, the question is, do you just waste a year with him? And maybe you do. Maybe you do. But I, gosh. That's One thing sad. on strategy, Lakers have to not only double team Luka at the end, they're going to foul him at the end there. You know? I mean, what, Yes, and Darvin Ham said he should have blitzed him. Seahawks 49ers, will it look as seamless as it has seemed for Brock Purdy over the last six games? He started that game in Seattle in week 15, 11 for 11. So he has some success against the Seahawks defense from Seattle's perspective, looking for a path to victory. The two matchups this year were all San Fran. David, how much trust do you have in Purdy, and do you see him going into these playoffs as a strength for this team or maybe a weakness? 
No, I think he, I think he's a strength, but they don't really need him probably for these first two rounds unless he goes full DeLong. The 49ers should make it uh, to the NFC full Championship. Full Did you say full DeLong? <laughs> yeah, you don't want you never go full DeLong in the playoffs. Uh, I mean, this this week alone, they're playing. You know, obviously they have the Seahawks. They only allowed one touchdown in both those games, and that came in garbage time. And they ran the ball about 350 yards in those two games. They only allow 17 points uh, on defense. So if he just manages the game, they'll be fine. They probably won't need him offensively until they play like maybe the Eagles or Chiefs or Bengals or Bills. But that's way down the line. KB. Brock Purdy is playing as well as any rookie quarterback we've ever seen in the history of the NFL. All right? His his touchdown wow. rating right now is better than Dan Marino's as a rookie, and Dan Marino was third all time. His quarterback rating is the best that we've seen of a rookie who's thrown the ball at least who's thrown the ball at least 50 times. This guy is playing at a So your expectations are exactly he that is in the playoffs a, as well, then, right? You think he Absolutely. Pablo, why not? You? With that great defense. No. He is the right pilot for this team, and this team, this system, feasts on the run against good defenses. Now they get the Seahawks, who are, I believe, eighth worst in the NFL against the run. Christian McCaffrey's now on this team. Brock Purdy, look, we have yet to test him in the postseason, but the way he has surpassed every exam he's been taking, Tony, has been and Bill Plasky. Slow your roll. You know who the last rookie quarterback to win a playoff game was? Russell Wilson, ten years ago. Is that right? This is a different. Okay. This wow. is this is this is this is a different game here. I just think we'll see. I'm I'm I think the jury is out on Brock Purdy. Mm. Just for the younger viewers out there, Jake DeLome. There's a couple different situations. Jake DeLome made a Super Bowl as a quarterback once too, David. You're talking about a five interception game he had in the playoffs against yeah. the Cardinals another year too. We'll move on. Giants Vikings. Exactly. They played just three weeks ago, like all Vikings and Giants games. Tight, came down to the end. There were five scores in the fourth quarter. Ended on a 61-yard field goal. Greg Joseph was the game winner. So, you know about the come from behinds. KB, when it gets tight late, who do you have more confidence in this one? I'm going with the Vikings. You just talked about it. Greg Joseph with that 61-yard field goal. And not only that, the weekend before that, when they put up 39, the last three points that they got to win it, Greg Joseph's foot again. So you have I'll more confidence in Minnesota the way they've Late. won tight games this year than you do. You Absolutely. Have Pablo Torre, do you have confidence in Minnesota? No. Give me the Giants who have had, yes, the second best defense in terms of uh, just being incredible over this. Daniel Jones, first off, to rank. I'm re-ranking my order. Okay. Daniel Jones, second best QBR over the last month. The Giants as a team, second fewest turnovers right. in the NFL. I think we follow yes, what you're saying there. I'm re-racking points right now. And, and <laughs> there we go, Flashkey, how about you? Turn it over. This I is going to be a one-score game, and Minnesota is 11-0 in one-score games. They score more points in the fourth quarter in overtime than any team in football this year. Vikings some say that's a good thing. Some say that's not so good a thing. David Dennis Jr., how about you? When they last time they played, Cousins almost had a perfect game. The Giants had costly turnovers uh, in that game, and they still took a 61-yard field goal to win. I'm taking the Giants. The sixth seed is seven and one in the last four years in the playoffs. The mm. Giants are going to keep that, that right. going. Wow. They're going to win this weekend. That's interesting. Turning the ball over, Pablo Torre. Yeah. yeah. That was tough. Felt like Jake DeLome just there. Kevin Black. Plashkey. Pulled alone, man. 57. 57. Hines 57. What a score. And David Dennis Jr. Go down there. 
Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Story you wouldn't see coming unless you were one of the panelists 10 years ago. All 30 AAA baseball stadiums next year to be equipped with electronic strike zones. Pablo Torre had this. Bill Plaschke, David Dennis Jr., welcome to Showdown. Bill, is this a change you can get behind? I'll get behind it if they only use the challenge method, where each team gets a couple of challenges. They can't do it the whole game. I think that disrupts the whole game, disrupts the whole game. It, it affects the catchers. It hurts the catchers. It devalues the catchers. So do it on a I challenge I don't want base. this at all. I don't want this at all. We don't want any more challenges slowing down the game. We don't want anything but human. This baseball is about human interaction. Humans, hmm. let the catchers try to catch the ball and try to convince the ump. That's I what the game you. is about. I now bring in a charter member globally of the robot revolution, Pablo Torre. Make your ruling here. After ten, after a decade, a decade of trying to lobby for this, I have to admit I played with these AI bots, Tony, and I'm a little scared, and so I'm giving a zero to Bill and a one to David Dennis oh, Jr. No. against Bob, all I of my you were robot overload interests. I'm stunned. I'm, oh my I'm god, I'm stunned. I'm a little afraid. Wow. I'm a lot afraid, actually. Wow, well, unbelievable. We move on from robot ups to bad refs. How Minnesota beat Ohio State last night. Cooper. Replay after replay shows the cleanest block you may have ever seen. This is all but what a defensive play. David, this decided the game. How do you solve a problem like referees? Well, if, if you're Bill, you get some AI officials to run up and down the court and determine what a foul is. No, the thing that you should do here is do it like and one. If you cross somebody over and they fall, you don't even have to score. Just throw the ball in the crowd and give them two points. Oh, no. I mean, you're, you're right. You need some kind of replay here for the last two minutes. And I'm still, I can't get over with Pablo for 10 years. He's talked about robot umps. And suddenly on too. the show, say robot I'm umps. Done. And he says it's wrong. But that, that's, Pablo, what's wrong with you? Wow. You, want, you want to call a challenge, Bill? You want to call a challenge? Too late. David Dennis Jr. is getting the FaceTime. Unbelievable. I need a replay. The National Sports Media Association Hall of Fame is one of the most prestigious things that you can be as a journalist. I want to salute one of my favorite journalists, somebody I grew up watching, who is now a colleague of mine. Lee Corso, congratulations <laughs> for winning for being making the Hall of Fame. No, seriously, Bill Plasky, all of you, congratulations, man. Uh, I want to thank everyone for my 40 years in the business, every copy yes. editor. Every clerk, every correspondent, every prep writer that I've been with. Thank everybody. Incredible news, Bill. Love you, Bill. Great joke, David. The human element.
We'll see you Monday. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network.